Welcome to the second season of the Gutsy Health Podcast with Shanique Roney and Gina Warfel, where we share uncomplicated, practical, and affordable wellness education so you can be a self-healing champion. Hey, you guys, welcome back to the Gutsy Health Podcast. It's just Gina and I today. Hi, Gina. Mm, hey, and I'm actually in Utah. You're in you. Utah. Usually I'm in San Diego. A we, lot of people think I'm actually in, I live in Utah. No, you're, you're, here, but you're here now. You've yeah. been here all week and um, it's, it's so fun. It's like having my sister in town. Uh-huh. But what we've been working on this week is we are actually revamping our Gutsy Health membership and we're kind of rearranging things and like, man, it's having a total makeover, but we want to talk, we talk about, you know, the order of healing a lot on Instagram, in the membership. We literally created an entire course around the order of healing and helping people become experts in the order of healing to help themselves be self-healers and self-healing champions. But we, we realized people probably don't know like unless you've done the coursework, a lot of people are like, what is the order of healing? And so we kind of want to give you guys the roadmap today and explain what it actually takes to heal and why we came up with it. Well, when I met, uh, when I met you, Jeanique, I remember you saying, yeah, this is the method of how I kind of frame helping people heal. And I was like, my mind was so blown because I'm like, yes, this is everything I believe in. And now it's put into a method of, where people struggle, where they're stuck on the surface and they have these Mm -hmm. frustrations and they're not getting down to like, what does it really take like to actually heal our bodies from a mind level, a cellular level? And you actually had the roadmap created. Right. Like this is absolutely brilliant. It's so based in science, but it's like the depths of science and healing into a simple roadmap. Right. And the thing that people don't understand is you may have a symptom, like let's say hormonal imbalance. You don't go to the hormones straight to the hormones and fix them. You have to look upstream, Mm -hmm. right? There are things that have happened years prior to your hormones being dysregulated, or there are things that have happened years prior to you now gaining weight and not losing weight. There are things that happened years prior to you having immense brain fog. It's, it's not the symptoms that are the problem. It's what's happened upstream. years prior that's the problem and that's what the order of healing is all about it's saying let's get into the nitty-gritty let's go into like the cellular level Mm -hmm. the energetic and the cellular level and let's revamp from the ground up and so that healing can be in flow so that you're actually not band-aiding everything because if you try to if you have a hormonal imbalance and you just go straight to the hormones you're like well i can just take hormones to fix the hormone problem you're actually you're robbing from peter to pay paul basically. And you're not fixing the problem. You have to look upstream. Like you have to look, is there inflammation that is disrupting how your hormones are biosynthesized? Is your liver functional or overburdened because hormones get biosynthesized in the liver? Do you have an immense amount of stress and therefore your adrenals are producing too much cortisol and not not enough DHEA and pregnenolone to create sex hormone? So do you see how there's this process of imbalance in the body and you have to go, you have to go to the very, I keep using this, this phrase, but to the very beginning of the stream and work down. And And that's how you're going to get the best results. Yes. That's why people are frustrated that they're like, oh, if I just take maca for my hormones, that will solve everything. And that can be a a really helpful part part of the healing process, but band-aiding it, if your cortisol is high and your blood right. sugar is dysregulated or you're you not sleeping, accumulating in your body, mm-hmm. not sleeping. I mean, healing is a, a whole body job. Right. right. So before we go into the order of healing and teach you guys how to 
become self-healing experts. We want to talk about our philosophy around health because you guys have spoken, you guys have heard us talk about, you know, the medical merry-go-round and how when we have health problems, you either go to a doctor and they look at your labs and they're like, everything's normal. And you're like, this is not, I don't feel normal. Mm -hmm. Like I, this is not my normal body. Or you go to a doctor and they, they give you, they give you band-aid solutions, right? And they're not long-term solutions or they give you medication that has side effects and it's not, it's not getting to the root right? We're just applying a bunch of really, you know, simple band-aids to really complex issues. And so our philosophy and unfortunately our culture and our medical world and our health world is give our power to our doctors and have them tell us what to do with our bodies. But mine and Gina's philosophy is you become the expert, you do the work and, and the work is rewarding work, right? Like when you can reframe how healing is from a space of enjoyment and fun and love, then healing is in flow and it's easy. But 90% of that work is you. It's not your doctor. 10% is the doctor. 10% is the coach. 10% is the course. 10% is the podcast and the accumulation of information. That's the 10%. The 90% is all you. And now that might sound daunting and that might sound scary and you might feel inadequate or you might feel like you don't have the skill set or the tools, but guess what? Listening to this podcast, you are accumulating another tool. Well, what was one of my favorite things is the other night we were on a, our weekly member call with our, with our gutsy health members. And she said, you know, I I've been doing this. I think she said for a year and she Mm -hmm. said, I went in and I could understand all of my blood work. All of her blood work. Mm -hmm. The fact that like you can actually just accumulate this information learn how your body is responding, learn what things mean. And nobody is going to give you a test on it. Nobody's going to actually give you a grade on it, give you a test on it or anything like that. You're just learning and seeing how your body responds as you go. And she felt so confident in what that feels like. The energy of feeling like you know your body is like, it's the greatest gift. You're going to be with your body for the rest of your life, right? right? Might as well get to know it while you're in it. Like, you know, I had this beautiful aha. I just want to share this with people where I was in a really bad place mentally. And, and I remember energetically, I'm like, who do I, who do I reach for? Do I reach for my mom? Do I reach for my best friend? Like I feel so alone and so overwhelmed. And it was almost like I I, I kept, I meditated. I went outside and I meditated and it was like a voice inside like it was like my body spoke to me and it's like, I've got you. I've been with you since you were born and I'll be with you till the day you die. Like I've got you. And it was this like really beautiful, like I can do this. Like I I'm so in tune. Like I've practiced tools to be so in tune with my body that my body and I like co-create healing and we co-create a happy, healthy, joyous life. Right. Right. And that's, that is the skill set that we are all entitled to. We're entitled to understanding the manual to these complex, beautiful meat machines that we are gifted when we come into this world. I know meat meat machine does not, I I kind of love it because it's It's so so not romantic. Yeah. It's it's so you. (laughs) These meat suits. Yeah. I love, what should we call? <laughs> these these fine. gracious fine. like body oh vessels. <laughs> I, can, I, can really un- I can really understand that because I think when I first dove really deep into like alternative health and started learning all of these things and realizing, oh my gosh, my hormones are so out of balance mm-hmm. and trying to take Vitex and, and, and just the very simplified things. And then, oh my gosh, my cortisol is high. Ashwagandha mm-hmm. is going to fix that. Or 
just looking at things very much in isolation. Right. Like what is this one thing that will fix this thing? Yeah. And nothing ever really changed. And I, before I knew it, I was overwhelmed with so much information, all the patchwork things mm-hmm. I was doing and not really getting down to the true, the truth right. of healing, which is like, it's a, it's a mind. It's down to ourselves. It's in our gut. It's yeah. everywhere. It's the whole thing altogether. Yeah. So if you are listening, congratulations, you're, you've taken such a big step Mm -hmm. to become a self healer and to actually take back the power that we've kind of given to this medical system. And we've given to our doctors, like mindset shift alone is is a massive win. Right. But, but understanding, like having that mind shift of like, no, I actually have the power and the intelligence and the tools to heal myself. It's not my doctor just because he has a PhD and he's a medical doctor or whoever it is that you're talking, just because they have a degree, it doesn't mean they're going to do the healing for me. They're not. Can I share something really quick? A hundred percent. I really, I really want to credit this because this is not, okay. So this is supposedly this is the drama triangle by Stephen Cartman. I don't know a lot about this, except somebody gave me a great explanation of this. So there's like the drama triangle and then there's the positive change triangle. And so in this triangle, you can be the victim where you're like, poor me, I'm in denial, like you're in Mm -hmm. denial, poor me, I'm powerless, I can't do anything. And so in the drama triangle, you get stuck in your own problems and you're the mindset is the victim. Or you can change to the positive change triangle, which is the creator. You're thinking about problem solving, you're stronger than you think you are, and you're really inspired. And then in that back to the drama triangle, there's the hero, which could be like, if you put your power in your doctor's hands, it's like somebody save me. And Mm -hmm. the doctor is sorry. I don't want to say this about all doctors, but if you are going to put completely your health in somebody else's hands, that hero is like, I will save you. They want to feel wanted and needed. They want to feel important. Or you could have a coach, someone who encourages you, who gives you the guidance, but they believe in your own self-healing. They're Mm -hmm. like, here's the resources, but you can do this. You got this. Mm -hmm. And they trust your body. And then the problem is like the villain in the drama triangle where they cause trouble, they cause problems. So that could be like your health issue is like this horrible, awful, evil thing. Or it could be your challenger. And it's really suggesting, it's giving you clues where you might need to change. It's really challenging your growth and it's happening here for a reason. So I don't know if that makes sense, the explanation without seeing the images, but Mm -hmm. uh, if you look at the positive change versus the drama change. Yeah. The victim, villain, hero, and the creator, coach, challenger. I love that. And it's all just kind of shifting the energy towards and how powerful that can be in your healing to see yourself as not the victim, but you are the creator and not having your practitioner that you work with being your hero that's going to save you, but they are your coach and they're guiding you along the way. And then mm-hmm. your challenge is not your villain that is your nemesis, but actually your challenger that is encouraging your growth. Right. And it's the catalyst. It's the catalyst, the catalyst to yeah. get you out of your comfort zone and create a higher version of yourself. That's what a healing journey is. It is finding your inner power and stepping into your higher self. That's mm. that's it, guys. How inspiring is that? Like if we can reframe disease or disease as the catalyst to helping us find us mm. and our ability to heal ourselves, like 
oh my gosh, how romantic can that be? And so, um, so anyways, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Hopefully we've convinced you enough that. So from this, we created the order of healing, which is both based in the science of we know, of what we know, of how to actually heal the body from all these systems that communicate together and going through that order without skipping steps. Mm -hmm. But empowering you from the inside so that you can understand your body and you'll have that relationship forever. Mm -hmm. So number one in the order of healing, you guys, is mindset. And mindset isn't just like, I'm going to be happy. Mindset Mm -hmm. is actually like exploring your shadow self. Mindset is exploring your subconscious belief systems that your, your body is programmed to run from. You know, mindset is diving into traumas that have put your brain into a fight or flight response almost 24 seven. And you might not even realize that you are in a fight or flight response. And it's so funny because when I am uh, coaching clients, um, it's, it's, it's almost like you can see the, the fight or flight and, and they're like, no, I'm fine. And then I dive a little bit deeper and I, and I'm not even kidding about half of my sessions. People are crying, right? Because we're, we're touching on things that they have buried so deep. And it's like, we got to heal this first and get you out of a fight or flight response and like unpack your trauma and heal your trauma and have your body feel safe again in order to heal because your body will never be in a healing state when you're in a fight or flight state. You are literally in a fight or flight state, which is pumping out tons of cortisol, which increases your inflammation and inflammation is the antithesis of healing. Well, and it's also just opposing things. If you start a new health program, because you know, you have a health problem, but deep down you believe that there's you know, quite you're questioning your worthiness around healing right. or the disease that you've had is, is all that you know, or you don't really have a mindset that you actually believe that the health challenges that you're faced with is something that you actually really can overcome. And so mindset yes. is the biggest block that I think we see with people mm-hmm. in their health, even though we love the health and nutrition side. I think the mindset is the biggest piece that we see. And that's, so that's the first, mm-hmm. like get your mind right. right. Let's dig into the subconscious. Let's well, yeah. and the energy around it too is inst- because a lot of people, when they start their healing journey and they start collecting data, they go into this, like, I have to do this. I have to cut out food. I have to restrict. I have to do this. I have to, have to, have to. And it's that push and it's that force energy. But mindset, when we step into a healing mindset frequency, it's a, I get to this is an honor. This is in flow. Like I am, I get to nurture my body with healing foods. I get to figure out what's creating inflammation. I get to nurture my body with supplements that I know is building it up and undoing years worth of damage that I didn't, that I unconsciously was doing. If you're going into your healing as a, this is going to be restriction and this is something I have to do and it's going to be suffering. Right. Don't even move forward. No, like, Again, healing should be fun. Healing should come from the vibrational frequency mm-hmm. of joy, love, and happiness. And so if you are entering this this hero's journey from a space of contracting energy, from a space of fear and a space of, of force, because a lot of people are like, well, how long do I have to do this? Oh, oh boy, <laughs> forever, right? Yeah, yeah. Your healing journey never stops. Mm-hmm. I'm a very healthy person and I'm still healing. And guess what? I love it. I love that I get to go into these dark corners of myself and explore them. I love that I get to play around with foods and see what my body is preferring this year and what's creating inflammation. Like this is fun. Food is fun. You know, 
can we get you to a mindset and a relationship with yourself and your food and your body where this is fun? So you don't sabotage it. So you don't sabotage so it. Once yes. you're in a good place, then we can move on to the Do, real good stuff. Yes. Then we can dig into the science, which is mitochondria. Do Yay. you want to talk about what mitochondria is and why that's the next step? Yeah. So mitochondria are, they're kind of like the, the cells, the, the powerhouses, the mm-hmm. batteries to your cells. You have, well, how many, like hundreds to thousands, thousands of mitochondria? Every cell. Every, depending on which cell. So like liver has like thousands upon thousands. Neural tissue has thousands upon thousands of mitochondria. You know, so depending on what kinds of cells, they have more mitochondria. And so- They basically take the food that you eat and create energy out of that food. Yeah. So, so they take the food and the air. And they create energy for your cells. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like, so think of it like a a car filled with gas, right? Like if you want to take a trip to Colorado, you need two full tanks of gas, right? But if you have a quarter tank of gas, you're not going anywhere. Like you're not having a trip. You're going to be slowed down. So the healthier the mitochondria are in your body, the more mitochondria you have in your body, the less damage you have to your mitochondria in your body, the more energy and resources you're going to have to actually have your body heal itself. And then, yeah, there's an abundance of research that now shows that mitochondria are the foundational thing for whether whether you are really of any disease. Right. If mitochondrial dysfunction is what we see when there's actually hormonal imbalance, mm-hmm. weight loss issues, uh, brain, brain dysfunction, mm-hmm. brain fog, Alzheimer's, blood sugar issues. I, it comes from the mitochondria. So a lot of people want to skip steps and jump straight to the hormones. Like why can't my ovaries produce hormones? Mm-hmm. Well, if your mitochondria are not powering the cells in your ovaries to be able to actually right. mount a response to make hormones or even an immune response, right. mount an immune response takes a tremendous amount of energy. Right. So we actually notice that people not only get better results, but they feel so much better mm-hmm. when they get those mitochondria healthy, get right. them the nutrients they need. They're very nutrient dependent mm-hmm. uh, to be able to make energy requires a ton of nutrients. So we really get them working well so that as you're going on your healing journey, you're actually making energy really efficiently, empowering those cells. Right. Well, and the caveat to mitochondria is they're actually also very environmentally sensitive. Right. So bad lighting, for instance, we have so much artificial lighting in our homes. We're destroying our mitochondria. Do you have sleep dysfunction? Like you can't sleep at night. Mm-hmm. That is, that's potentially mitochondrial dysfunction. Like if you are, if you're dealing with anxiety or depression, that's mitochondrial dysfunction. Low energy, low moods, like that's mitochondrial dysfunction function and something as simple as you know changing the light bulbs in your house you know eating the right foods that power your mitochondria versus breaking them down and like going back to nature like watching the sunrise and the sunset actually watching those light frequencies from the sun boosts mitochondrial function a lot of people Mm -hmm. don't realize that but we like again we aren't watching the sunrise and the sunset we're not seeing those red and orange tones in the morning and in the evening we're looking at blue lights all the time how many kids are gaming and they have sleep dysfunction and energy issues and mood issues right I think one of the biggest signs that you could look for is if you're eating plenty of calories but your body isn't you're not feeling energized you're eating plenty Mm -hmm. of calories but it's not producing energy or you're storing fat that means that your body is not efficiently taking that food and creating energy out of it so start there with that and those Mm -hmm. are things that we can get really deep in science heavy but the takeaways of, of actually healing mitochondrial dysfunction is actually really simple lifestyle things that you talked about. Yep. And then obviously the food, like eat healthy foods, get rid of the inflammatory foods. Do you eat out a lot? Mm-hmm. There's inflammatory oils in your food. Do you eat 
packaged foods, you know, those that's dead food. Can it sit on a shelf for weeks on end? It's not alive. There is literally no ionic exchange to help boost your body's cellular energy. Like, so if it comes from a package, there's not a lot that it's giving your body, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's potentially causing damage to your mitochondria. The good thing is if you're like, oh no, like, yes, I have years of stress and artificial lighting and my energy is low and all my mitochondria are damaged and they're not working anymore. You can actually take that power back in your hands. You can heal mitochondrial Mm -hmm. dysfunction. Yeah, exactly. That's the amazing power of the body is that it can adapt mm -hmm. and grow and heal. The body is designed for healing. Like there's literally DNA in every single cell that like it's, it's called epigenetics. You can turn certain genes on and off. And so if you eat certain foods, it turns things on for your body to heal and repair itself. Mm -hmm. And so we just need to know what foods to eat, what environments to be in, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Next gut, gut, Gut is third in mom. Gut, gut. Oh gut. my gosh, gut is so fun for me. I love digestion, you guys. Um, your gut is the root system to the rest of your body. If the roots in a tree are dying, what happens to the tree? Oh, it's not going to live. It dies. It dies. So if you have inflammation in your gut, if your gut is on fire, that's mm. like the root system to a tree is on fire. You can't heal your brain fog with a one, you know, brain performance supplement. No. no. If you have a gut imbalance. No, a hundred percent. No. And here are some really fun facts about the gut, right? Like your gut is called the second brain, but some scientists actually call it the first brain, mm-hmm. right? They say it, de- it develops first in utero. It's it, evolutionarily speaking, it developed first. Well, um, aside from that, just that our, our gut bacteria make mm-hmm. these metabolites called yes. short chain fatty acids. Those yes. little short chain fatty acids travel up your vagus nerve and then signal to your brain what to control in your body. Mm-hmm. So that's also why it's now become, becoming called the first brain. Right. Not only did that maybe grow first, but it's actually having its own control system mm-hmm. in your gut, making these messages, traveling up your vagus nerve in your body and actually right. influencing your brain's activity. Right. So your gut is literally telling your brain what to do right. and how to <laughs> react. Right. Um, not only that, but you store, I think something like between 70 and 80% of your serotonin and your dopamine in your gut. I think it's about Some, 90 is made it, in the it's, gut. It's I something high. Yeah. Some scientists are saying that your gut actually makes it. Some scientists say that your gut actually stores it, but serotonin and dopamine, those are your happy and your motivation hormones. Right. Well, and like so think about this. neurotransmitters, my bad, like hormones yeah, of right, the brain. Right, right, right. So, and you know, what's interesting is a lot of people as they're on their healing journey, they're trying so hard not to eat sugar and they feel this war with their bodies trying not to eat sugar and processed foods. But if you have like an overgrowth of yeast or an imbalance, mm-hmm. those yeast want to live and they thrive off of sugar. So they're going to send those signals and those messages to your brain. Hey, we want to be the dominating species, right. control this human to eat sugar. Mm-hmm. So healing in the gut can actually influence your food choices, your behaviors, it's just such a huge part of the healing journey and where inflammation is regulated, mm-hmm. right? Oh, a hundred percent. Like your, so your microbiome, let's even talk about the microbiome. If you didn't listen to the podcast that we did with Karan Krishnan, who's the chief scientist at microbiome labs, it was a brilliant podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it was released like the second week in January of 2022. Um, oh my gosh. Like you guys, what the microbiome does, it's the eyes and the ears to your immune system. And so if you have this dysbiosis, meaning you have more bad bacteria than good bacteria, your immune system is shot. It's getting the wrong signals and your body starts to attack itself. That's how we get autoimmune diseases. Right. So three years ago, there were about a hundred, there were almost a hundred autoimmune diseases. I 
think we're at like almost 120 autoimmune diseases. And this now. is like, so important that people don't realize that the autoimmunity can begin in the gut it, versus they're like, oh, I have thyroid autoimmunity. It's or always the gut. I have MS mm-hmm. or I have any, any type of autoimmunity, like your immune system yeah. is in the gut, which then creates yes. issues in the whole body. Yes. This episode is sponsored by Cozy Earth, a premium bamboo bedding and loungewear company. You guys, if you want to get 40% off the best sheets of your life, listen up. I am hooked on Cozy Earth bamboo sheets. I never knew how much better my sleep would get because of their temperature and moisture regulation. Not only that, but they are antibacterial, insanely soft, and one of my favorite things besides being certified free of harsh chemicals and dyes is that they are a company that practices ethical production, which is a huge bonus for me. So if you're ready to try these sheets and get better sleep, go to CozyEarth.com and use this incredible 40% off discount code, Gutsy. Your microbiome literally creates chemicals and through a process of chemotaxis signals to your white blood cells how to act and react. Mm-hmm. So if you have bad bacteria sending bad chemical signals, then it's, I, I call it the drunk conductor, right? If you have a drunk conductor conducting a musical symphony, you have bad music. So if we have bad bacteria acting like a drunk conductor, it's conducting <laughs> the white blood cells to attack itself, to attack thyroid tissue, to attack joints and cartilage, to attack your your colonocytes, you know, mm-hmm. so that could create IBS or IBD. So never overlook the power of the microbiome. So your your gut bacteria. Never overlook the importance of healing your gut, making sure that your gut is not inflamed. You know, we our day in, oh man, oh, <laughs> our standard American diet, you guys. Oh, I have so much to say about it, but yeah. our standard of living is contradictory to a healthy lifestyle. So you guys just learned about the drunk conductor and autoimmunity, right? Since the nineties, and I've said, oh my gosh, everyone's going to know what I'm talking about, but like childhood food allergies have tripled Mm -hmm. since the nineties. I probably say this every other podcast because I want this to get into people's brains. Like we are becoming sick to our foods and our environment soon. We're not going to be be able to tolerate anything. I think a bunch of people don't realize that our immune system is in our gut. So when we're developing sensitivities and allergies, Mm -hmm. it's because your immune system that is protecting your body in your gut. And it's seeing, is this food foreign or is it normal? Is this normal food? And then it's all of a sudden tagging and reacting to things as no, this is a foreign invader. So it all really begins in the gut. Right. So let's get rid of the drunk conductors, stop feeding the drunk conductors. And by that, I mean the bad bacteria. And how do we feed the bad bacteria? We feed it the standard American Mm -hmm. diet. We feed it sugar. We feed it food that doesn't have fiber. We feed it inflammatory oils. You know, like that is how we feed the drunk conductors. Do you want to feed the good bacteria so it can send good chemical messengers to your body? Then eat fruits and vegetables and, you know, high fibrous foods that break down into the short chain fatty acids that signals the brain. You know, please do not skip the gut if you are healing anything whether it is right. if you are doing a detox program if you are doing hormones if you're resolving the brain mm-hmm. fog the reason why we have the gut next is because if you go to do a liver detox and you want to release toxins but mm-hmm. you haven't balanced out your gut it's those, strain those toxins gut. actually get trapped in your gut if you are constipated right. if you have gut imbalances it gets trapped in your gut and you can actually get more sick and more right worst with from those toxins that just recirculate back into the body. Right. Same thing with hormones. Our hormones, part of detoxing hormones properly is having your gut on track. Right. A majority, a good percentage of our thyroid hormones actually go from the inactive form 
converted to the active form in the gut. And people Mm -hmm. don't realize that like for healthy thyroid hormone conversion happens in the gut, estrogen detoxification. Mm -hmm. We actually have to excrete those processed metabolites, Uh, you know, brain fog, that inflammation that starts in the gut. If you have a leaky gut, you might Mm -hmm. actually have that inflammation, leaky brain. So don't skip the gut. Well, and if you're trying to heal your body, you need to be able to absorb your food. And there's a a thing that goes around you. You are what you eat. And that's actually not true. You are what you absorb. Right. And so if your gut's inflamed, if you have bad bacteria, more than good bacteria, you're not absorbing your food. It's Mm -hmm. going straight through you and your body has no tools and building blocks to heal and repair the damage that has happened over the past who knows how many years, right? Right. So you got to get your gut running like a well-oiled machine to set you up for for winning, right? For healing. And again, the gut is so freaking important and we we have to fix that. Yep. Next. Adrenals. No, liver. No, liver. Liver, liver. 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 Okay, so liver. (laughs) Tell us why the liver is important, Gina. So that liver is that place where we actually take the toxins and some people think of it as a filter, but it's actually more of like a reaction process of where we're getting toxins out of our body. And as much as we want to think like, do I, a lot of people ask like, do I need to do any sort of detox? Do I need to support my liver? You know, my liver does it on its own, but what a lot of people don't know is that detoxification is so nutrient dependent. It requires Mm -hmm. a ton of nutrients, a lot of amino acids acids, a lot of antioxidants to protect your body as the mm-hmm. process is happening. And we have not very nutrient dense diets and a ton of exposure from anything. Right. And so when we have that exposure that just kind of puts overburdens the liver, it creates inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. And so actually supporting your liver's ability to detox while you're healing anything in your body, whether it's hormones. I mean, just look at so many, we talk a lot about endocrine disruptors, which endocrine disruptors just means it's a chemical compound that disrupts your Your hormones, hormones. your hormone system. Mm -hmm. So we're actually detoxifying those things that are creating inflammation, hormone disruptors, and just supporting that process. Right. And the reason why the liver is so important, remember how we're talking about mitochondria and like the more mitochondria we have in certain cells, the more work those cells are doing. The liver is one of the places in the body that has a ton of mitochondria. So your liver is Mm -hmm. working its butt off every day. Here's another cool fact. If you like, if people have to have part of their liver removed, your liver can actually regenerate. So cool. How cool is that? But also another testament that the liver is freaking important. You can't live without it. Right. And so, so we need to be able to support the liver to not only detoxify us because here's another issue. We live in a day and age where our toxin exposure is unheard of. It's unreal. Like our babies, like they, they did studies on the umbilical cord of newborns and they found that in the umbilical cord, there was already like almost 200 foreign chemicals in the umbilical cord. So our newborns are being exposed to chemicals that their bodies aren't used to. And that's just because we, you know, from our water to our soils to, you know, pesticides and herbicides and the food that we're eating, we're just over, we're bombarded with heavy metals and chemicals and then like beauty products, like that's all going into our bodies and our bodies literally don't know 
there are zero enzymes to break down these chemicals. So your body either has to try and excrete them through poop or urine or sweat, or it stores it in its tissues, right? And it overburdens the liver. Well, that was what was really interesting. I just taught this blood sugar course and a lot of people are very honed in on how do I fix my blood sugar for my hormones and weight loss and what do I need to do about the food? But what's interesting is if, if your liver does get overburdened and it starts to create inflammation in the liver, it will actually start dumping glycogen into your bloodstream uncontrolled. Yeah. Uncontrolled. So it puts a massive burden on your body to be able to get rid of that sugar and a huge burden on the pancreas. So a lot of uh, research articles were saying that if you actually support the liver, it takes about 80% off the pancreas, a burden because just by having that, um, the liver overburdened and trying to detoxify and an unhealthy liver will just pour that glycogen that's stored in the liver, just break it down as glucose and just pour that sugar into the bloodstream, overburdening the pancreas to try to get it out. I did not know that. That's interesting. So they actually said a a huge focus of healing blood sugar should actually be supporting the liver. And that takes Mm -hmm. about 80% of the burden off the pancreas in high blood sugar. Right. And what's really interesting too is, you know, I think you mentioned this before, but like almost all our hormones are biosynthesized in the liver. Yes. Right. And so there's a, like, if we have hormonal imbalances, you know, thyroid hormone conversion issues, mm-hmm. like, like you got to look at your liver, right? Mm-hmm. You can't just go straight to the hormone and be like, hormone, why are you wrong? Mm-hmm. Cause the hormone's going to say, well, the liver didn't package me properly. Blame the liver. Right. right? <laughs> there was something else I wanted to say about the liver that is, Oh, here's another thing. Now, if you've, if you've been following the order of healing and you're making the lifestyle changes to help mitochondria and to heal your gut and part of those lifestyle changes, changes are food changes, right? Then people often ask, well, what liver detox should I do? And it's Mm -hmm. like, are you eating well first? Because like eating a plant-based healthy meats, healthy fats, if you're eating a lot of fiber and a lot of highly nutritious foods, you're already detoxing. But our issue is the standard American diet doesn't supply those foods that give the liver the molecules necessary to do the detoxification. So don't go straight to liver detox and be like, it's going to solve all my problems. These three weeks is going to revamp my liver. No, we have to make the lifestyle change first and eat those foods. Like for breakfast, did you eat foods that helped your liver detox? Great. For lunch, did you eat foods that helped your liver detox? Great. For dinner, did you eat foods that helped unburden your liver and help it detox? You are detoxifying your liver every single day through the foods that you're eating. So there's this thing that I say that you have three opportunities a day to build your body up or break it down. And that's a breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I love how Dr. Uma Naidu, she says, the power is at the end of your fork. Mm-hmm. All right, what are you putting into your body? Are you eating food that's that's breaking down your liver or is it giving it the amino acids and the vitamins and the minerals and the fiber necessary to support phase one, two, and three of liver detoxification? Awesome. And that's it. Adrenals are next, you guys. <laughs> we are on, Adrenals. what is this? Number four, one, two, three, four, five. This is number five. Yeah. So the adrenals, if you think about the adrenals, let's say if you have that toxic burden in your body and you haven't detoxed properly, that actually creates a stress response in your body. Mm -hmm. So one of the factors that people are wondering, why is my cortisol so high? Why are my stress hormones high? Well, it could be number one, starting with your mindset. That's why we start Mm -hmm. with number one mindset. Healing the adrenals requires healthy mitochondria. Right. What are the adrenals? Like, what are they responsible for? Your adrenals create quarter, they, they create 
get a lot of hormones, but the two big ones that we're going to talk about is cortisol, which is the stress hormone. And they create DHEA, which is a precursor to pregnenolone, which is the master hormone to all the sex hormones, right? And so if your body is overburdened with stress because you're not doing the mindset stuff and you're engaged, like you still have trauma and subconscious belief systems that are self-sabotaging, that's what Gina was saying. If your body has to create cortisol because you're eating too much sugar and it's spiking your blood blood sugar and your insulin and then cortisol is going up, um, what, what's happening is your body will overproduce cortisol and underproduce DHEA. In fact, your body will rob itself of DHEA and convert it to cortisol. Mm-hmm. So now we have less hormone or less backbone to hormone to create sex hormones. Mm-hmm. And so now off the bat already, you're going to have hormonal imbalances. You don't have enough juices to create enough sex hormone. And that cortisol is now driving up your inflammation, which is creating the perfect battlefield, not only for like not enough hormone, but imbalanced hormone processing. So your hormone ratios are going to be off and it's going to drive even more inflammation. I hope I made sense. Did that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Keep going though with the adrenals. No, I think that's spot on. And just really that so many people are wondering why is uh, why is my cortisol so high? Why are my stress hormones high? Why do I have this stubborn belly fat? Why can't I balance out my hormones? Well, in order to get to the adrenals, it starts in the mind because your mind, if you've ever heard of the HPA axis, mm-hmm. hypothalamus, pituitary, mm-hmm. adrenals. So it starts actually we focus just on the adrenals, but it actually starts up in the hypothalamus in the brain that sends a series of signals. So mindset has to be first. What is the mind that's interpreting a stress in your body? And everything else plays a role. The mitochondria, the gut plays a role. Our adrenals require so many nutrients to keep everything in balance. So... um, (laughs) So the adrenals are really important. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you so bashful all of a sudden, Gina? (laughs) I I whipped out a video camera and now she's all like... She's like, let me grab a quick clip as, as you're on the on a roll with the I'm adrenals. So and I'm so sorry. Like, uh, uh, adrenals. Uh, um, <laughs> so the so the adrenals are important <laughs> and seen. So, um, but no, really, I think that that's where a lot of people get focused on like hormones, and they're like, how do I fix my hormones? How do I fix my hormones? But just like Janique said, that if your cortisol is high, it's basically going to steal away your DHEA, your progesterone, testosterone, all these like growth and metabolism and these juicy hormones that we really want cortisol if it's too high it's the wear and tear right so we got to nurture the adrenals and nurture them through your mindset your mitochondria your gut your detoxification all of that before we get to the actual adrenals so if you're like why is my ashwagandha not working it's just a tiny little piece right teeny tiny 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 little piece that can help it's it's like maybe 5% of the puzzle. We got to like, we got to get the big boulders right. like taken care of. Okay. So that's adrenals. Next is hormones. hormones, sex hormones. So normally by this time, you guys, by the time we get to hormones, there's like nine out of 10 times, there's nothing left to do because the body has set itself up for healthy hormone 
processing and healthy right. hormone biosynthesizing. That's when once we've covered bases one through five and we're at number six now, which is hormones, it's like, let's take some maca. Let's like, yeah. let's, you know, maybe we're going to do a little bit of dim. Mm-hmm. Maybe we're going to do these little things here and there, like the DHEA creams and the progesterone creams and just, just a little yeah. fine tuning, right? Mm-hmm. Like hormones are for fine tuning. They're not for heavy lifting. Yep. And so if you're going straight to hormones imbalances before looking at everything else and you're going to be like, I'm going to, I'm going to manipulate my hormones for me. I'm sorry, but like there's far, there's, it's far too complex for our technology and that I, we and currently have. I also have. just want to say, we're not saying that there's not a place for things like right. hormone replacement therapy and bringing 100%. in those heavy lifters where you do need to, where, you know, maybe your natural things might not work. Like if you are going into menopause and you need hormone replacement, there can definitely be a place for that. But definitely. it's also really important to make sure that during those times you are whole body healing. Right. And that's a really important part of keeping your body healthy and not just right. putting on the bandaid of hormones, but right. all of it. And if your body can do the heavy lifting with the hormone processing and biosynthesizing and you're mm-hmm. utilizing these alternative therapies like, you know, hormone therapies to help support a phenomenal, you know, like when the body controls the mechanisms, it it will most likely always win, Yep. you know, because the body's designed to do that. Right. We as humans, like we can try and like fine tune it as much as we want, but we can never be as precise as the human body. So that's hormones there. Are there what are some other things that can help that we can give listeners to, to do today to help with their hormones other than stress management, eating healthy foods, lots of fiber? I mean, and- those are the big ones that we focus on. I think with hormones, we look at like, what is the stress? Because the adrenals come first, right? What is the stress and the mindset around it? Right. Are you eating lots of colorful foods, which power your mitochondria, which are going to power your body to make hormones? Things like that that are anti-inflammatory. One of the most important things is that throws off hormone signaling is inflammation. Yes. And looking at those anti-inflammatory oils, making sure that you're actually getting the right balance of omega-3s to Mm -hmm. omega-6s. Really important to get those omega-3s because those actually signal our hormones in our body. It's proper hormone signaling. So I think that that one's really big over, really, really overlooked is are you getting in things like the salmon and the sardines that we're huge fans of or, Mm -hmm. you know, dialing it in for your body. Right. And then last but not least, we're at step seven, which is brain. So this is where we, we kind of optimize on brain health and also make sure like if you've done everything else and there's still issues, maybe you have to make sure that there's not like a benign tumor growing on your pituitary or something like that. So that's when you actually like go to a doctor and you're like, okay, let's do like a brain scan and make Sure. sure everything's fine. But where Gina and I come in as far as teaching people goes is like, hey, let's like heal your brain for longevity. Let's ensure that your that your mind is clear and you are not forgetful and you're not dealing with brain fog all the time. Mm-hmm. So there are certain strategies and techniques and protocols that Gina has put into the membership that teaches members like, hey, this is how you can set yourself up for a long, healthy brain life. Because I don't know about you guys, but when it comes to my why and healing, my why isn't for the rock and bot or this or that. It's so that I can be a present mom, an energetic mom. Mm-hmm. And someday I want to be a grandmother. I want to be a grandmother 
that that plays with her grandkids, that can remember their names, remember what they're doing. Sadly, even right now, I'm a very forgetful mom, but I've been through one of the most stressful years of my life, right? So I'm still healing my brain. But I I want my brain to anti-age so that I can be that grandmother that is present and loving and not senile and angry and forgetful and suffering with dementia or Alzheimer's or something like that. And so who doesn't want to have more clarity and better memory and, you know, a brain that is working for them instead of against them. Is there anything else you want to add to that? No. And I, and I just want to say that sometimes it's quick to go to like those very, you know, biohacky brain supplements that can be helpful, but yeah, I mean, there's absolutely the mindset around it that your brain is saturated with mitochondria. They power your brain the gut brain connection hormones are so important for your brain cortisol from the adrenals breaks down your brain tissue i mean Mm -hmm. so brain is really a whole body healing job we can't just pinpoint to to simplify it and say it's this one supplement that's going to fix the problems is really putting a band-aid on something that your body is really telling you hey i need support so you know if you're feeling like yeah i'm getting very forgetful or i have brain fog or i'm very tired my brain isn't producing energy that's something that it's like a whole body healing job and then again just like the hormones it's kind of fine-tuning what does the brain need to get supported the brain needs really good blood flow it needs lots of nutrients it needs omega-3s um what am I forgetting I don't know (laughs) I think you covered most of them um neural tissue did you say b vitamins yeah, it's very nutrient yeah. dependent in the brain. Super a lot of magnesium mm-hmm. and B vitamins. Yes. All sorts of vitamins up in there. Mm-hmm. So you guys, that's that's basically it for the order of healing as far as like, like this is the pattern that will ensure the least amounts of resistance and the biggest bang for your buck. Yep. This is like floating downstream and not trying to swim up it when it comes to your healing. Because sometimes healing can just feel like carrying a boulder uphill, mm. but really it should be in flow. When things are in flow, like getting your life in flow and your healing in flow will literally change everything. Well, the biggest question I think we get is people say, where do I begin? Right. Like I realize I have hormone Here. issues, adrenal <laughs> issues, begin. I have gut issues. I'm not sleeping well. I have brain mm-hmm. fog. They have all those things. And they say, where do I begin? And so this roadmap, the order of healing was created to show you step-by-step, step, not mm-hmm. just where you begin, but where do you go next? And it's all right. very intentional. Right. So please follow the order of healing. Right. And if you if you want to do it with a tribe, with a community, if you actually want to work with us directly to do it with us, it's why we created the program. The membership. Do we want to kind of like sneak peek what's happening in the future? Because let's kind of sneak peek it a little okay. bit. So you, as everyone knows, like we have the Guts Health membership that teach, like we have classes on every segment that we just spoke about and it deep dives and it teaches you the ins and outs of how to heal each aspect of these seven, these seven of the order of healing. Right. But what Gina and I are doing and starting in, um, when did we say enrollment is going to be April and May, April. So starting in April, we're going to start opening enrollment because as of now, people could sign up for the membership whenever they want. But however, we're actually going to do it in cohorts. We're going to do it along with you. We're going to be doing it with you and coaching you through the materials and through the zoom calls and have like a curriculum. So week one, everyone's going through this. And then we're going to talk about this in the zoom call week two, everyone's going to watch these classes and we're going to talk about it and we're going to handhold you so that you don't feel like you're getting lost. But not only that, we're bringing on a mindset coach. We're bringing in Britt Lefko. The be- not just a mindset no, coach. The best. The best ninja like can go deep into your old 
she she's a belief systems yeah. mind ninja she's slash incredible. jedi slash hero and um we're bringing her on once a month to help people overcome their blocks around their healing and we get to talk about it in a group setting and support each other because sometimes we do self-sabotage and instead of being like oh i just need more willpower it's like actually let's go into the energy behind the self-sabotaging why do you feel like you're going to fail or what what is it? And let's unpack that and rewrite that story and reframe it so that you you can change that and get back into your groove again. And so not only are we going to have the community and Britt Lefko to like, you know, help you mind ninja yourself, but we are going to be there to help you take you through material. So you're not feeling overwhelmed and you're not feeling behind and you're not feeling left out. But just a, a heads up, enrollment is only going to be for two months. So it's going to be April and May. And then we're cutting that off and we're starting coursework from June to December. So if you are ready to become an expert this year, like 2022 is your year to learn all the things and understand how healing can actually be in flow and be easy and because everyone should know this stuff, right? Like everyone should be their own nurse and their own healing guru, right? If you're ready to do that this year, sign up for this cohort. Our next cohort won't be until January of next year. So if you don't want to wait and you want to do it now, join us now mm -hmm. because like, it's going to be phenomenal. Oh, and it's going to be so fun. It's going to be gamified too. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I want to talk about that, but there's going to be like point systems yeah, for like classes great. and like leaderboards and all of these fun things. So you guys look out for that. We will be talking about a lot more, but if you're ready to become your own like healing ninja and superhero, join the Gutsy membership. Mm -hmm. Or listen to this podcast, share it with your friends, and maybe you'll be ready in January. And that's okay, too. It's all your timing. Everything's in divine order. So just feel into mm -hmm. it. And that's it, you guys. Until next okay. week, we'll chat later. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Gutsy Health Podcast. We hope you enjoyed and learned a lot from this episode. For more updates, follow us on Instagram at Gutsy Health Podcast. <laughs>